Welcome back to World Cup Coffee and Tea, the coffee shop home of OMN's Coffee Shop Conversations. I'm Tom D'Antoni, and with me today is a gentleman who doesn't hardly do any interviews. Of course, this being a conversation, it really isn't an interview. At least that's what I told him. He's Keith Schreiner. You may know him as Auditory Sculpture, although he isn't using that tag much anymore. He was one-third of the legendary Portland electronic trio Dahlia. He was a member of the hip-hop group Sucker Punch. He's known for producing and helping reimagine talents like Stephanie Schneiderman and many more. He's pretty much dropped off the performing landscape, and we'll find out why and what he's doing. I got to know him from doing stories on him over the years, but more so from working with him on the assisted suicide documentary directed by Greg Bond and me, for which he did the score. It's time to talk to Keith. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> it's so nice to see you. I'm, you know, it's been a long, long it time. It's been a long time. Long time. And and it's been kind of a long time since you've been out there and, and, pl- and performing or doing anything for that matter. You must be doing something. Very little. Come on. The last thing I did was five or six years ago. Four or five years ago, Sarah Jackson Holman. I don't know if you yeah. know her. Yeah. So sure. I. Uh, I don't even know what you call it, co-produced or did yeah. all the programming arrangements with her and stuff yeah. for her Trans- first. It's called trans- transforming. Is it? Yeah, that's what yeah. I do. I was, uh, it is de- what you do. December asked me years ago if I guess Sarah had put out a few things, just uh-huh. more piano driven and wanted to do something a little bit more influenced by that and uh, asked if I would be interested. And I said, sure, let's meet her. And she's, Sarah's awesome. And I don't know, I've fallen off the map, but... Uh, record came out. I think it did okay. I just yeah. I was that after Laura Ivancy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And she, again, I pulled back from that as well and let her go. Yeah. You know, do her own thing what as well. What was it with you and really strong, strong women? I like strong ladies. Yeah, I guess you do. <laughs> I like I strong ladies. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I, I have no idea. I certainly didn't plan it. I certainly don't. I don't look for them. They just find me. Really? So, yeah. So I have no idea. That was loud. He looked very disappointed, by the way, when he left the room. Um, <laughs> I don't know who that well, was. If you, if you see him again, wave him in. Okay. Okay. Right. I don't. They have to make coffee. And they no, no, it wasn't an employee. Oh, it was oh, not an employee. Uh, I see. Some um, of, of that group that was sitting in the in the cupping room before we were. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Oh. No. Well, geez. No, it was just somebody is else. Someone who's trying to kill me? No, no. Right. Unless a, an, an ex member of Fish was trying to kill you, because <laughs> that's what he looked like. <laughs> well, that could be. That is, that is certainly possible because uh, they've, they've always gotten on my nerves. Yeah, no, I don't know what it is. I just worked. <laughs> I worked. I got, I got lucky. I got to work with a lot of s- strong. Uh, ladies came my way, and I'm not, and I'm smart. I'd like to think I'm smart enough to know when I, when talent is right in front of me, and I say yes to it, and then we work together. So, yeah. But after that, no, I, I, I stopped. I, I didn't. The game of pushing out an artist and working with them, I mean, I had no intention of touring ever, really, anymore, uh-huh. or playing out. After I did the stuff with Stephanie, I was. I, of course, enjoyed it. I like playing with Steph. It's great. Uh-huh. No, but it was just performing in, in general, and she would say this, and so pretty much would almost everyone over the last 15 years who's played with me yeah. is that being on stage, 
as fun as it is and it's great time never was my thing I never I would ham it up and I would it, it wasn't uncomfortable I like being on stage no big mm-hmm. deal but it's not it wasn't my favorite thing and as I got older I was just even less likely to really? enjoy it so I was the idea of like okay I'm not going to go out and play I'm not going to go out and push this I'm just going to sit here and like help you know like you said transformer whatever help yeah. them find this new sound or a vision or something uh-huh. and I was just like well if I'm not going to help push it afterwards then I'm just kind of sitting here for eh, I don't know if I want to do this anymore Yeah. so I, star- I stopped looking I stopped putting myself out there I, st- I walked away a little bit just backed off and just did my commercials and you know my Nike campaigns and like uh, short films yeah. films uh, feature films and started doing that just that what, what features have you done that we might know? Uh, well, the most recent one was called Deep Dark, and mm-hmm. it was, it was uh, just sold. And uh, I forgot who, because, again, I'm not... It's uh, okay. I don't... Like, I just... I do stuff, and then, like, people tell me later, hey, it, it, it did great. It won all these awards. I'm like, I, that's great. I don't <laughs> care. I'm done with it. Like, I finished it, and I'm done. Like, I don't... <laughs> there are, they've always been jobs. I don't take any. They don't like once they're done. I'm on to the next one. I don't care. Like if it sells, if it doesn't sell, I bust my ass while I'm working on it, and I care about it, and I put everything I have into it. And then once it's done, I kind of like, all right, I'm out. Like I'm see you later. Like tell me how it did. Like did it do good? Yeah. yeah congratulations. <laughs> well, it's not. It's not my movie. Yeah. You know when you're yeah, a film yeah, composer, yeah, when you're yeah. doing, you don't. I don't get connected to stuff. I just do it, send it out into the world, and then like, you know. Well, what, what about what about the what about your auditory sculpture albums? Are you not connected with those? No. Really? No. How is that possible? They're because they're just they're brain farts <laughs> that came out at a point in my life. They're they're great, and I love them, and they're like diary entries. So you do care about them? Well, I yeah, but I don't like they're not these things that I find like when I play them they remind me that okay I was seeing this girl during that time (laughs) or I met my wife this night or I like my friend and I went to you know Magic Gardens after that (laughs) album and that was awesome because it was always awesome going to Magic Gardens um, that reminds me of Saki Night at the Tiger Bar Saki Night at the Tiger Bar (laughs) yep Um, so yeah, so I don't know. I just Saki Night at the Tiger Bar. The Down Band, it? yeah. Actually, it's funny that you bring that up. Uh, Jeff Ism, DJ Ism yeah. from back in the day. He's in New, he's back and forth between New York and and Portland now. Yeah. Um, with Pock Pock and stuff and other uh-huh. endeavors, but he just reposted like two days ago. He just reposted uh-huh. one of the original flyers from the Down Band's oh, like man. inaugural night yeah. when we got rid of all the booths at the Tiger Bar and yes. served sushi and sake. I and remember. Yeah, and yeah. that was and yeah, we had yeah, Mike Elizondo, yeah. Eminem's producer, oh, like geez. bass player and producer, yeah. come down and he was playing with us. And yeah, no, it was those were those were cool nights. Those were super fun. I definitely, but yeah. So that's funny you brought that up because he just p- reposted that flyer on Facebook, <laughs> and I was just like, "Wow, I haven't seen that in a long time, long time." Those were fun nights. Yeah. LT was a good man for doing that because I don't know if he made any money those nights, but <laughs> as packed as it was, I don't yeah. because he had to do the like change the whole menu, bring in all the sake. Yeah. Like, 
<laughs> like move all the booth. God, we we would get there at like noon to set that, or one o'clock to set the, all that up, and the show started like ten at night. But yeah, no, that was fun. That was a good time. So no, I get connected to it, but then I can. Uh, I'm pretty good at being able to walk away from stuff and just yeah, kind of wash my hands of it and be done and move on to the next thing. I'm I'm guessing the the one thing that you that in in the music world that you are known most for was was Dahlia. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And there, I think that's safe to say. I, th- safe to say. <laughs> I think that is safe and, to and say. And, you know, I mean, I know there's scenes everywhere, but I don't know that there's, that there's ever been another scene quite like that scene. <sighs> I, you would have to ask someone else. I, yeah. I mean, everyone who, anyone who's lucky enough to be a part of creating something like that, and it certainly wasn't just Jen and I. I mean, it was, it was Ben. It was yeah. Ravi. Yeah. It was the Omco boys. Yeah. It was... Jay. D- d- well, that's Dahlia. I yeah. mean, there's yeah. Jay yeah. is... Yeah. That's like saying Jen, Jay, Jen, me, that's Dahlia. Yeah, yeah. But, and, and to be fair, like that scene isn't a scene without Dan Reed, uh-huh. right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. the Ohm came along five, six, what, a year after I moved to Portland? Yeah. A huge nightclub opens just for the kind of music that yes. I'm writing. Like, <laughs> that's not too damn lucky or anything. So, yeah, I mean, it was, I was a, I was a, a cog. I was one yeah. cog in yeah. a giant machine that created a scene that no I don't know if that a scene like that exists that was, was, that was Tuesday nights right Tuesday, every Tuesday every night Tuesday. for How five long? It years like one, five years five years wow and I'll think a little longer before it just got really weird and seedy and just yeah. the, the scene turned somewhere yeah. in the yeah. early to mid odds uh-huh. it, uh, I, I think that's the term to use I don't know yet odds odds sorry <laughs> <laughs> they were odd for me, um, but uh, the scene in Portland in general, yeah. it, it got weird. It got a little dark. Uh, anytime you put that much drugs into a scene, it's just gonna, <laughs> it's inevitably going to yes. get dark. Yeah. yeah. And we left, and yeah. yeah, that, but yeah, that scene was something else. It was super fun. It was certainly a lot of fun. How did the three of you get together? I've never, I don't think I've ever known that. Oh, God. How that's I have to think about that. It was through Dan. It was definitely through yeah, Dan. Yeah. Um, when Dan, as LT, well, well, I was obviously I was doing the Tiger Bar. Yeah. Two nights a week. Yeah. I think Jen and I first played at the Tiger Bar maybe, uh-huh. as a, a unit just uh-huh. together. Like she just grabbed the mic and like yeah. did stuff, and that was while Ohm was going under renovation. So Dan was looking for a night. Originally wanted to do a speakeasy kind of like noir. Uh, yeah. jazz kind of thing uh-huh. uh, trip hop but a little bit more on the jazz side and he had yeah. this idea to have like live bass live jazz bass uh, like stand up bass drums uh-huh. uh, someone like me doing like atmospheres and programming and then like uh-huh. a torch singer Yeah. and he put Jen and I together to like hey he wanted us to yeah. do this night and I want to say, and it's been a long time, but I want to say that something fell through that just led us to be like, okay, it's just Jen and I. Yeah. Like, that's what happened. It just ended up yeah. being us. Yeah. And that's what happened. Like, we just yeah. started playing. Yeah. Jay came along later, and I remember Jay, I think Jen and I were playing like a freaking loft party or something like that. <laughs> Ages, just, you know, yeah. just so whatever art function bohemian crap whatever and (laughs) shitty sound system and just stupid stuff and he just started like knobbing around with with like the sound equipment i don't know who the fuck the guy is yeah 
and it's Jay, so he's just surly and pissed off at the world. And I'm just <laughs> like, hey, what are you do? Don't fucking touch What are you doing? He's like, I'm just, I'm touching I'm like, don't touch my stuff. Get yeah, away from me. Yeah, yeah. And that's how Jay and I met. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, and l- later, you know, obviously an integral part of cr- cra- helping craft the sound okay. and everything. What, what, what exactly did Jay do? I, I've <laughs> never been quite sure of Drive that. Jen up a fucking wall. Well, okay. So first. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no one would be. No one would mind me saying that. We we're all, we're all older and it's all fun now. Um, no, he um, would add that he would put that. Uh, that sounds dirty. I was going to say he put that special sauce on us, but that just sounds like a bad '70s movie. Um, he, you know, drenched it with the reverb. He played uh-huh. with all those effects. He was, you know, it was unsung. His no one ever will. No one ever totally appreciated. No. What he did and uh-huh. what he brought to it and, and the little things he did. Um, the stuff he did for me that I really appreciated a lot of the times is stuff that no one will ever see. Sometimes stuff that Jen didn't see. Um, <laughs> behind behind the scenes stuff of just, I mean, when we were on tour once at a club in San Francisco, it might have, or it was LA, it might have been Ruby Sky even, I don't know, it was a big fun club. Um, the guy like rewired stuff, like clubs and like yeah. <laughs> in like two hours you know like he would he would do stuff he would make brand new cables out of nothing like he came up with ways for me i mean this is again this is dahlia's before laptops and before all this yeah. stuff and we're yeah, and yeah. what he was, was it wait a minute you had a name for your gear i did i did i still have hazel really yeah she doesn't work anymore but oh. i still have her i can't i can't see it. i can get rid of everything else that one for some reason that sampler man yeah. mostly because it's just giant but uh yeah Maybe I did throw it out. I don't even know if I threw it out. Every, like, six months, my wife and I get, like, a, you know, one of those 12-yard dumpsters <laughs> and just throw everything we can into it. Just don't want anything. Um, so, yeah, so Jay and I uh, met like that, and he yeah. was really important, and no one would ever. I mean, bringing him on stage in the second coming of Dahlia, uh-huh. that, like, second pass we made, yeah. um, helped, I'm sure, uh-huh. put him in the limelight, put, yeah. like, hey, he's... An integral member, um, but yeah, no, he was he was great. He did really important stuff yeah. that I don't think, yeah. I don't, yeah, no one will ever appreciate it. But whatever. Right. People sure appreciated Jen. Yeah. Yeah. Hard not to. She's a freak of nature on the stage. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, yeah. she's a freak of nature. Right. Always has been. Always will be. Right. Yep. And those lyrics. She's got. She had that those lyrics. I mean, she and I. We used to butt heads all the. T- well, not butt heads, but. I never listened to her lyrics. Really? I still to this day have no idea. Ah. Don't know. But that's not just because of her. Like, I don't listen to lyrics. Oh. I listen to melodies. I listen to, like, attitude. Uh-huh. But lyrics don't. I've never been interested in lyrics. That's really weird. I just don't no, like. No, Keith, that's really weird. I don't know Jen's lyrics. You've had such great writers that you've worked with, but you don't. I'm not into words. Gotcha. I like the melodies. I like singers. Wow. I like people who can sing. I like people yeah. who can come up with a melody. Yeah. It's just something I throw down like but, I like. But, but to me, it's like a violin. Like their voices could be a cello, a trumpet. I don't care. But she had shit to say. Uh, that's what I've heard. I've heard that. You've heard that. <laughs> and I'm sure she did. And, I'm sure, and I know for a fact that she moved thousands of people. Yeah. 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 That's amazing. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. You know, I yeah, just there, I, two, there there are two tunes that I still listen to from that first album. Ease back, ease up, 
He's a pretty song. And the one that has the line, you might be loved and you might not know. Yeah, that's the Marcella song. That was yeah. a, that's a, yeah. yeah. And th that, that is, you know, that's like. But she was, she wrote, well, that song, her yeah. lyrics were about, it was personal. And I will not get into it because it's right. not my business to. Um, that one was very personal to her. And that one, I know one of the reasons that one really resonated with people was that came from a very, like, real place for her. And it yeah. was within our social circle I want to say uh -huh. I might be wrong on that uh -huh. I don't think I am but it came from within our social circle of someone who was dealing with some stuff and she was writing about that and that one hit and that song I wrote musically I wrote about uh -huh. something rather personal as well so uh -huh. so both the, that, that yeah, song never yeah, it yeah. was never a surprise to me that that song you're yeah. not the only one that that yeah. moved people and they really liked that one yeah, but it yeah. came from two places of Yuck. Yeah. <laughs> from both of us, I think. Well, so that's usually... That's where art comes from. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it shouldn't be a surprise that that was a good one. Well, I guess we can't, we can't talk about the days at home without, without mentioning um, uh, the Assisted Suicide documentary, mm -hmm. which you did, you did the music for. And there, I just, there are two things that I've always marveled at. The first one was the day we shot... The first, the first video of Robert. We shot, shot with him for two years from the day he got the medication until the day he died and we shot his death. And you were playing at the Tiger Bar. Mm -hmm. and, I, and it was always okay to walk up to you while you were playing. Mm -hmm. Yes, it was. <laughs> Which I, always, I never quite understood. I always kept it mellow. Yeah, yeah. Always kept it low-key. Yeah. And, and I walked up to you and I told you about this. And I said, I, I, I really want you to do the music. And you just said one thing. You said, I'm all over it. And like less than a week later, you delivered a theme, never having seen a frame of it, which I thought was amazing. Yeah, uh, not really. It's just the idea. If your job is to make music, and someone comes to you with like, "We're going to make a yeah. story about this content," you're like, "That's easy." No, see, no, 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 no. I got that's it. Easy for you to say. No, that's easy for anyone who writes music. I'm not so sure about. I that. don't know. So sure I don't know. That. It's. I mean, if you. I mean, it, who writes music with the intention of doing, like, all right, there's songwriters. Like, I'm, yeah. not, a, I'm not a songwriter. Yeah. No way. Not no. even close. Yeah. Um, and I always wanted to write music for pictures. Yeah. I've always, every single auditory sculpture solo album is every single one of those titles, if you look at it, those are scenes. Yeah. You know, he's coming up the stairs with a knife. Yeah. Literally is about a guy <laughs> going up the stairs with a knife. I leave it up to you, the listener, to figure out what he's going to do. Yeah. Carve a steak yeah. <laughs> or carve someone's head open. I don't right. know. It's yeah, up to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. more fun like that. But like, I make scenes in my head before I write. I don't write about emotional uh -huh. stuff. Usually, uh -huh. occasionally it pops out. But usually it's more like I come up with a scene like yeah. in my head. Like, What yeah. would that sound like? Yeah. That's like a fun thing that I used to do a lot when I was writing a lot. Yeah. It's like... Um, film noir kind of like a Bogart scene or like yeah. come up with like, all right, what would that sound like to me? Yeah. You know, I know what it sounds like in the film, but like, what does it sound like to me? And then I will make that. So when you come to me and be like, this is what the piece is about. This is what we're doing with assisted suicides yeah. guys, you know, past, struggling and battling HIV and like, he's going to take his own life. I'm like, yeah. Oh, I'm all over that. Okay. Yeah. That's no, exactly I know what you said. Yeah, no, I know yeah. what that, I know what yeah. that's going to sound like, yeah. or I don't, but I will very soon. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, that's just too, it's too, I mean, it's, it sounds weird to say like it's meaty content, but right. it is. I mean, from yeah. an artistic standpoint, if you're, yeah. if yeah. your job is, is, is to 
make the music that sums up that journey, that story. Yeah. That's a lot of, that's a lot of meat. Yeah. <laughs> I've written, I've, dude, I've written jingles about sneakers. Okay. <laughs> this is, <laughs> and come up with some decent stuff, I might add. But this is a little bit more meat on the bone. So. Yeah. Uh, so, but you, you don't work that way anymore, do you? I mean, pe- people come to you with a, with a uh, finished product that you write to? Mm. Or what? Oh, s- no. No? No. Oh. no. Um, uh. Wait, I'm not sure what you're asking. What are you asking? Well, From a film director's standpoint, yeah, you know? Yeah, um, I see, I prefer when I work on, when I am working on features or even shorts, I really like being in the trenches with the editor or the director before I see anything, talking mm-hmm. about it or mm-hmm. seeing really, really rough stuff yeah. I don't want to even if it means I have to rewrite things five times because as the edit changes yeah. the piece of music right. I don't mind that I mm. don't I really don't mind it I like helping um, I like helping craft it because I'm lucky enough where I get to work with people who I've worked with so many times now that they expect me to change their edit based on what I write and it often is the case some of the most successful stuff I've done film wise is stuff where the director and editor have been humbled enough and and writing and more like partners than like okay I'm the director and you're just the composer and like I will give them stuff and then they're like shit this is really good I need to change my edit oh yeah and then they'll edit to it and and, and it's just really a, it's humbling. It's always nice when that happens. It, yeah. it makes me feel pretty, pretty decent about myself, um, and it just shows that the the director or editor or whoever is not is more interested in making a good product than yeah. their vision or what yeah. they want, yeah. and they just let that happen. So, I mean, you work any way you, any way the director, <laughs> basically yeah. whoever's writing the check. Yes. Gets to dictate how the work gets done. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> but you, you gave us several pieces, and, and we cut the piece to your music. Oh, I know. Yeah. I yeah. know. I'm always flattered by that. So the other, the other thing that, that has to do with, with that and Ohm is the night that we brought Robert, the guy who was, mm-hmm. killed himself, to the club. Yep. I remember that. That was unbelievable. That was deep. It was incredibly deep. It yeah. was like any, and, and he had heard it. Incredibly weird, too. I'm sure. From my point of view. Yeah. Because yeah. he and I both knew, like, I'm writing music for you to die to. To die to. Let's just, let's yeah. just, let's just be frank here. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying yeah. to be insensitive, but, right. like, yeah. that's, what, that's what this relationship is. Like, when right. I would talk to him, yeah. Yeah. under the surface of our conversation was yeah. like, I'm writing music that you are going, that is going and to be playing when you yeah. are dying on yeah. film. Like, yeah. This is a very strange thing that we're doing yeah, here. Yes, yeah, yeah. And yeah, when he was in the middle of the dance floor and people are all dancing around him, and to he this, started crying. Yeah, and I was just His like, his face melted. I was just like, this is so weird. Yeah, it's very, very weird, surreal, and 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 awesome. Yeah, and it was like yeah. it. It was just a lot of things all at once. It was a very strange night. I always have you to thank yeah. for that. Yeah. Uh, I, I always have you to thank for very strange things. Thank so you. So thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. No, thank you, you know, for very uh, strange uh, things. Uh, uh, you know, of all the moments I've had in my career, that, I mean, that's, that's right there in, in the top three. That's a know? good one. That's an uh, interesting, good, again, I struggle. Yeah. I, it, it, you struggle with words when you're describing yes. that whole 
endeavor right. that oh, we yeah. undertook. It's, yeah. it's, a, yeah. it's, I, I struggle with the words to use to describe what that was like. It's hard to, yeah. it's a, it was a strange. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad I did it. Yeah. Super glad I did it. Yeah. Was proud to be a part of it, but yeah. still it's always just like, that was a strange one. Um, I'm going to put that in a, in, a, in a little YouTube box at the bottom of the screen here. <laughs> yeah. Maybe some more people will see it. Um, so anyway, um, uh, so but you weren't you weren't unhappy when that scene ended. Was I what? You were not unhappy when that whole scene no, ended. No, no, God, no, not at all. In fact, yeah. um, really happy. Jen and I had hit. Uh, I think we were just done. I mean, we worked hard. Yeah. We, f oh, we fucking yeah. worked. That was back. That was, we were blue collar musicians. Yeah. We were popular and we had the city loved us and we could yeah. go all over the West Coast and we had a blast. But man, we, we worked hard. We put in yeah. a lot of hours. We've yeah. had a lot of shows. Yeah. And it was fun, but it was time. She wanted something new. I just had my kid. Yeah. You know, when the scene was coming to an end, yeah. I just, like, I had a, I was 29. I had a, I just had my first daughter, only kid still. Yeah. Um, and she's how old now? She just turned 12 in oh, December. Man. Yeah. She's cool. Is she's she like you? She is. Uh-oh. Very much so. Oh, my God. She's very much like... Have you, let her, have you let her blow the horn in the car? She's very, <laughs> she gives people the finger in the car. <laughs> yeah, she's a chip off the old block. She's a spitting image of my wife, who's gorgeous, so that uh -huh. that's really helpful for her. And she's... She's kind of a jerk sometimes, like me. Like you, so yeah, yeah. they kind of, she kind of got the best of both of us. <laughs> and she speaks two languages, and she's awesome. So wow. I'm very. She's she's one of those kids that you do not have to. Um, I got I I got very lucky with that one. I don't yeah. gotta worry too much. She does what she's supposed to do. It gives me the the normal amount of shit that a 12 year old should give her parents. Yes. So it's all good. Like That's good. yeah. That's but yeah, so I was ready for that scene to be done and do something new. Jen wanted to move. I encouraged her to. I think when she was getting ready to tell me she was moving to New York, she was yeah. probably like, how's he going to react? And yeah. my reaction was, go. Yeah. Because we were still making money. We were still doing fine. And it would have been really hard for me with a new baby yeah. to like give up the cash cow that was Dahlia. Yeah. You know, it, that's kind of irresponsible. The way my brain works. Right. Like, right. I got a kid oh, yeah, now. I got yeah, a family. Yeah, yeah. I got to do right by them. Like, so the first thing I'm going to do is quit the freaking thing that makes me the most money. I, that sounds like <laughs> what an artist would do. Yes. Not what a responsible father would do. <laughs> but I wanted to leave. Yeah. And so with Jen kind of forcing my hand, it was actually, you know, she did me a huge favor because it allowed me to focus on where I wanted to go anyway, which was I wanted to move to TV. Yeah. I wanted to move to writing for TV. Yeah. I wanted to move to producing more, mm -hmm. working with different artists. Mm -hmm. And obviously that just started happening, yep. you know, right away. Right. So As that, it should. So yeah. that was a nice, yeah. easy thing. And I was done going to the clubs, obviously. And yeah. But I still yeah. did my East show. Yep. But when I really got out of playing live, and it was, it was because of East, I probably held down that residency for a couple more years, just uh -huh. doing the solo key thing. Yeah. You know, Sucker Punch started after oh, Dahlia yeah. too, yeah. to keep my, yeah. and that was awesome. I miss that. Mike's doing great, by the way. Yeah, Mike's on tour and he's yep. doing great. Some of my productions are still in his, his set list. Is that right? I was very happy. To, I wow. just talked to him a few weeks ago, and it's a joke. <laughs> I asked him like, any of my productions still cycling through your set? He's like, four. I'm like, sweet. 
<laughs> awesome. I'm still out there. So that was cool. And the um, other thing that you did that I, I may be the only one who, keep, who, who keeps it alive because I still play the CD is, is the, Jazz Tronica. The, the jazz stuff with Derek at Pyramid. You know, I have a soul show on KMHD and I played that on that show and I got, I got, this, I got this phone call from some guy who was obviously in his 20s. He said, hey, man, can you play some more of that? That's really cool. I love that, man. I love that. Play more, in, um, play more instrumentals like that. I was really proud of that project. And yeah. that was directly, and, you know, the down band set the stage yes. for that. That was yeah. the evolved, like, really polished yeah. version of what the down band, yeah. like, loose psychedelic weirdness was yes. in 2001 or uh -huh. 2000. That album was the culmination of that at like 2007 or 6 or 7 yeah. or 8 or 9. I don't yeah. know when that yeah. came out. But that was good. That was really good. Pyrem was such a little flash in the pan. Such a great little place. Such a great little place. Such a great little place. I got so yeah. lucky. And yeah. Dahlia led me to that too. They were fans of Dahlia. So they really? got, when they opened that place, yeah. they came to me and like, whatever you want to do yeah. in our room, we'd, be, we'd love to have you. And I was just like, sweet, awesome. So... And I loved going there. That was fun. But I remember, like, that ended, and a few other things ended, and I was just doing East. And one night, and I loved doing East. It was great. Johnny was always super nice and supportive. I never asked for, a, like, a, a Friday or Saturday night. You know me. I was always like, give yeah. me the off night. Right. Let me build something. Yeah. I got no competition, <laughs> and I'll build it into something, and you'll make more money on an off night. And I went in one night. I wasn't feeling it. Kid was probably three, maybe yeah. four years old. And I was just like, you know, you get home. You just got a kid. You're out until 2.30. It's just, it's not conducive. Yeah. And I get there to set up. And I wasn't feeling it. And my wife was like, you going to quit soon? I'm like, eh, it's coming. It's probably soon. Yeah. And I walk in one night, new bartender, super young. Yeah. Like fresh off the boat. <laughs> And all her friends are there supporting her, and I'm setting up. I'm not even playing yet. It's like eight o'clock, you know, right? Yeah, yeah. And the and the it starts picking up. Not like it's you know going off or anything. It's right. just, it's early, but there's like all these. And I just kind of it clicked with me, and I just looked around. I'm like, oh, the scene changed over. Yeah. Like it happens. It'll yeah, right. always yeah, happen. Sure. Like, and I'm like, all right, yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm 34. There you go. Yeah. Like 35, and like yeah. these kids are 21 now. Like. Right. Yeah, I'm I'm going home, and I just closed up. I just Is shut it right? down. I I stopped. I was just like, oh, it, it's I'm done. I'm done. I had it was such a freaking moment of clarity. I'm like, I'm done. I'm out. Like, it doesn't mean I'm quitting. It just means like I'm yeah. done. I'm done doing this. Yeah. This yeah. part of my yeah. of of music is done for me. Uh -huh. The playing out. Like, they don't want to hear what I do, and good for them. They have their own scene. They have their own stuff. There's mine isn't like I wasn't like. I'm all pissed because, like, well, the scene's changing and, yeah, yeah. you know, their stuff sucks. I was yeah, just yeah. like, no, their stuff is just as good as my stuff. I'm just not interested in their stuff right. as well as they shouldn't be interested in my stuff. So <laughs> let's just shake hands and let's go our separate ways. So I just walked away and was just yeah. like, see you later, scene. Yeah. I'm not really like, wow. you keep evolving, good for you, and I'm going to go over yeah. here yeah. and be over here. Yeah. Don't you still, do you not still do your brain farts as you call them uh, the last brain farts that I did um, were well we'll get to I still do brain farts but um, the last music that I put out into the world um, was Nelson who is the co-owner of Pyrem um, 
started and Nelson and Gondarv were the, the people behind Pyrem were two mm -hmm. chemical engineers for <laughs> Intel brilliant dudes did not need the money did not go in did not build that club to make a dime just wanted to have some fun yeah they're very intelligent very successful guys anyway Pyrem went away Nelson started a distillery huh. called Dystopia which I well in IRD Industrial Road Distillery, but his vodka is called uh, Dystopia, which I highly recommend because it's brilliant. Um, but when he was putting out his uh, first batch, he asked myself and a few other people that he liked, artists, if they would, um, he paid us to basically make a Dystopia concept album ah. that he would give to his early. Mm -hmm. uh, supporters for free. Yeah. So he paid us, and then he, we gave him, you know, a year, two years of free downloads on his website to help, yeah. you know, push the brand. Right. So I put out an EP called Dystopia, four songs uh -huh. that you can still get on the Dystopia website, um, and and they're I really like them. I really like them a lot. Yeah. I think they're really cool. Yeah. I'm very happy with them. But that's the those are the last brain farts, and they were done because you know a good old business partner slash. How long friend. ago was that? I don't know, four, three? Really? Three or four? But it was just like four cuts, um, two of which I had laying around. They weren't finished. They yeah. were like ideas yeah. that I melded into something. Two were brand new. And that's, that's it. And now I do, I have lots of brain farts, but they're for something completely different. So What are they for? Um, my current job that I now, oh. for the first time in my life, I am employed by someone other than me. Wow. Um, I've never had a job before. You mean like a regular paycheck? Like like 401ks, health insurance, vision, vacations, vacations dental, Holy the whole shit. nine yards. Yeah. Wow. And and I and it's for writing music and it's for doing a lot of other things too. But um, yeah, so I write <clears throat> ambient. Well, it's a long story. I can yeah. make it short though. If you're a musician, you should have. And if you don't, then you aren't a good musician. And if you are a good musician, you should have a group of friends around you that will tell you when your shit sucks. Yeah. And they should tell you that more than if, if everything you play for your social circle, yeah. they get excited about. Yeah. Either your music is really bland uh -huh. <laughs> or you don't have friends because <laughs> not everything you put out is good. Right. In fact, the majority of it is poop and then occasionally something really nice and special comes right. out. Right. So... I've always been extremely fortunate that I've had lots of those people in my life, and they're usually the people I keep closest, my yeah, wife yeah. <laughs> being one of yes. them. <laughs> um, but uh, one of my dear friends uh, was tired in his job. He worked for the electric industry, and he was getting his very creative, art, artistic guy. Um, I always respected his opinions, his views on stuff, and he had a really good ear, and he was always brutally honest, and I just... I, you know that's what I cling to I, yeah. I look for those people yeah. and he was talking to me about he was bored and career wasn't really he was going to quit his job he was going to go do something creative yeah. it was a good job good pay like good uh -huh. gig and he wanted to start having meetings at his house and talk about like ways that creative things and he'd invite creative people over and talk about like things we could do and he came up with a bunch of good ideas he started doing uh, he started like kind of producing Kickstarter 
projects for people who wanted to kickstart things, and he would kind of conceptualize a whole campaign, mm -hmm. run it for people, take mm -hmm. a percentage, mm -hmm. and he was succe wildly successful with like a whole bunch of projects. Uh, he got bored with that, <laughs> and then had other ideas to start a production company, and then one day at one of these evening gatherings, he says to me, well, it's us, it wasn't just me, there was a few of us there, but he came up with this idea, he's like, listen, um, in the power industry, and I don't mean electricians who come over and put sockets, I mean, I mean yeah. the people who sell power and uh -huh. who make the grid possible, yeah. okay, the PGE, pack power, blah, blah, right. blah. The people who run the grid need to take continuing education hours to stay accredited so they can keep their job, mm -hmm. okay? So they have to be kept in the loop of what's happening in the industry. As of when he had this conversation with me, the companies had to fly all their engineers all over the country at their own expense, at our expense, because yeah. we're customers, so right. we're picking up. It's right. not like they're doing it out of the goodness of their heart. We're Correct. picking up the bill. Yes. So they have to spend all this money on continuing education training. So he was like, what if we were to make like mini documentaries, like training videos, but not the stupid, like don't sexually harass your yes. coworker, right. like right. those stupid but like really yeah. beautiful like graphics and like about the electric industry, yeah. like transformers and yeah. the grid right. and space weather and synchronizing generators mm -hmm. and like we make and the industry, no one, and I, when he told me that, I'm like, no one does that in the industry? He's like, no, I'm like, let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's never gonna stop being needed. Right. Like that's a, right. a long-term project, so. Right. It didn't like happen overnight, but he had marinated. He started to make headway. He was in the industry already. It seemed to make sense. We already uh -huh. have our foot in the door. Yeah. And he birthed it into being and then used me to, I was, you know, a, kind of just a sounding board for the first year consultant. I got paid to just kind of help yeah. develop, but I wasn't working at the office. I wasn't working in the industry. I was just consulting. And then it started to get better and better. La, la, la. Long story short. I went from just making like the ambient background music and sound design elements of uh -huh. these little docu these little yeah. videos to now like working the company made an offer. So now I work yeah. in the power industry making <laughs> training videos for <laughs> people in the power industry and I work with a really great great bunch of people and it's fascinating and it's interesting and it pays well and like I really dig it. It's fun. Cuz remember I was a science guy before I was yes. a a music guy. Yes, so you were a monkey guy. I was a monkey. I was a, yes. So this is a monkey guy. That sounds weird. There's no story there whatsoever. Monkey man. Monkey man. Yeah. So it's kind of like I came full circle. You know, I did the science. Yeah. I went to the arts. Yeah. And now I have this job here in yeah. my 40s that's like mm -hmm. a combo of my love for science yeah. and my love for music. And I got to yeah. combine them. So yeah. that's, what I'm, that's what I've been doing for the last three and a half years. Wow. Now, wow. mostly. I did another short film a few months ago, last year. Yeah. Little five-minute, four-minute thing. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm not actively looking. I'm just doing, I'm focused on doing this right now. But it allows me enough time. I have some time off. Um, it's, the schedule is very nice. Uh -huh. Very, very civilized. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> it's a very civilized schedule. Yeah. I do not take anything I have right now for granted. I very much appreciate everything. Yeah. But if, if things come a knocking, and they still do, I can turn them down or choose to do them because yeah. I love them. In fact, this last little short film I did was the first time in years, in years, I did a project without thought, without uh, discussion of money, uh -huh. or I just wanted to do it. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and it was yeah. so nice. Yeah. 
Because when you turn what you love into right. your job, right. it always gets murky. Suppose you heard a female singer that absolutely killed you. God, that would be the one thing that would be really hard uh, uh, for me to go back to, to be honest. Really? Yeah. yeah. The, mu- the, the films are better because I can work by myself. Of course. Um, but working with an artist, um, it's not fair to them because I have my wife, I have my daughter. Right, and the job. And, and right. the job. And more than that, like when I come home, like I, I, it sounds corny. I dig my wife and my daughter. Like yeah. they're cool. Like yeah. I don't right. mind hanging out with them. Right. And I already spent a lot of time away early, early on. Yeah. And then I got to kind of go back in and anything that takes me away from them, it better be really worth it. Yeah. Or like financially, uh-huh. or I better really love it. Okay. Like, so a few years down the road, mm-hmm. she goes away to college. Yes. Oh, you I'm got the empty nest. Uh, uh, totally different story. Yeah. Totally different story. Right. Absolutely. I, I'm very much painfully aware of that yeah. fact. I'm just. I'm very much focused right now on what. I wonder what you're going to do then. I don't know. We'll no, see. I, I, know. I know. We'll see. <laughs> I have no idea. I certainly didn't think I'd be working for the power industry six no. years ago. So. No. <laughs> <laughs> so what the hell? You know, you never know. You oh, never man. know. As long as you stay open, who knows what's going to happen? Well, listen. I really appreciate this. I mm. think. See, I think people. You, uh, you can go fuck yourself. Mm. I think people are real are, are, are interested in, in in what you're doing these days because everybody loved your shit. That was very nice of everybody to love my shit. So was, I appreciated all of it. It's absolutely true. I appreciate it. you can't it. deny that. I can. You can't deny I, that. I can, you can't. I and can, don't even try. I'm not. <laughs> I, am, I, will not I will not be one of those people. I, I did good stuff when I was doing it, and I will stand yeah. by it. All right. I did good stuff, right. and I liked it, and I don't miss it. Yeah. <laughs> I do not miss it. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I do not miss it. You know what I do miss? What? One thing. I miss being in the studio with multiple people uh, throwing things against the wall. Really? If I miss anything from yeah. back then, yeah. that's fun. I like throwing ideas against the wall with people. That's always fun. I get to do that now in a different way, in a more academic setting, yeah. like conceptualizing right. models and like yeah. how, to make, how to help educate someone in something. Yeah. Yeah. So that's fun. Crea- it's creative juices. It's not the same, but... Well, yeah. w- once, the, once the nest is empty, you're going to have walls to sh- throw shit against. I will. Yeah. I will. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know what will happen. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. We will see. We'll see. And we'll talk about it then. All right, man. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks. Absolutely. Okay.